All right, we're on. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Some Days Today. I am your host, Bola Dina. And with me today, I have Tammy Demirin. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, sir. You gotta um, be closer to the. Yes. I think we're we're good. I think we're good. Okay. All right. Well, welcome, Tammy. Thank you. Yes. So, number one, I'm excited for two reasons. First, you're here. Yeah. This is exciting. You're like the the first guest outside of the Audina clan. Okay. Because the only other guest that we've had is Mac Audina. Oh, <laughs> I feel very honored. Oh, we feel honored that you're here. Um, so that's great. And then the second reason I'm excited is because the launch of the podcast was, or is today. We, we did the launching of the podcast today. <laughs> and yes, I'm really excited. Um, I think basically what that means is, you know, we've been, I've been recording, you know, each episode by episode for about six months now and only a handful of people have listened to it up until today i'm not even sure how many people are listening to it today after the launch to be honest we'll see um i'm sure there's a way to pull it up on um all the streaming whatever to see but but i mean i'm I'm eager to get feedback and see what people think so so we'll see so i'm excited Uh, (laughs) but in the meantime we're gonna do our 10th episode Yay! And this is great because ten is special to you, Tammy. Yeah. I just like the number ten. I don't know. There's really no philosophical. I think ten is like, isn't that the number of perfection, or is that seven? I think it's seven. Okay, you're right. Because <laughs> God created the world. In, it's seven. You're days. right about that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but ten is significant because I think that at least is the is the basis of learning. Yes. In uh, computation in general, right? Yeah. I think yeah, I think tens just has like a really special. It's just a special number to me. I don't. I really don't know why. Mm-hmm. But maybe it'll be revealed to me sometime in the future. I don't know. You know why ten is special to me? Why? You know my youngest, Amini. Her birthday is ten ten ten. Oh. October tenth, two thousand and ten. Yes. Okay. So, so ever since I've been paying more attention to ten, um, and her middle name is Teniola. Isn't that nice? You have tens like all around. All around. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So today, this is the tenth episode, and um, I asked Tammy to come on because number one, she's amazing. You're really amazing, Tammy. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess um, just to give a a bit of a background, Tammy and I met about a year ago, maybe a little less. It was at a Christmas party. Yeah. So almost a year ago. Almost a year ago. It was at a Christmas party um, in Gaithersburg. One of our other friends was having it. And I don't even know how we connected. How did, Do you remember? Maybe over working out. I know, I know we just kind of like, we all hit it off. We had a really great conversation that day at the Christmas party. Um, and then I think I said, yeah, you should come check out the gym yeah. that I work at. And then I think from there. Did I need to lose some weight? No. <laughs> no. No, I did. I did. But... But yeah, I was in the market to lose. Matter of fact, um, I had just started the intermittent fasting because okay. Mac was doing it, saw great results. Um, so I, I started the intermittent fasting, but I hadn't 
really taking it seriously. But then the government shutdown yes. happened in January. So we had time. So we had, to, <laughs> we, we had none but time. <laughs> so that's when we started working out. Yep. Um, and then you became my accountability partner. Yes. Um, so that was great. Um, and since then... It's been a it's love been, affair, been, at yes. least one. No, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> at least from me to you. <laughs> it's both, both ways. Oh, vice that's versa, sweet. Well, the thing about me is um, I can be pretty aggressive. So even if... <laughs> well, I don't, if I don't I, think I've seen the true side of you. Oh, is that right? Aggressive. I feel like when I like someone, if I like something, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's how I am. Into, I, how, that's exactly how I am as well. So I don't think that's why I okay. felt the aggressive. Like, okay, you are great. going to be. My, I don't know. If I've told you like we're going to be friends, so it doesn't matter where you go. You it cannot escape matter. me. Yeah. So I Aww. guess in that end, we're the same. Okay, great. So so Tammy's here, um, and I think we're going through sort of a similar journey, right? So when we met each other, we kind of connected with um, working out, yoga. I don't know. Um, I mean, I love yoga. And the fact that, you know, Yoga's amazing. Yeah, you're into it as well. So that's pretty amazing. Um, and I think maybe the working out, the yoga kind of allowed us to kind of just explore other facets of some of what we're getting into. Yep. And since then, obviously, I'm evolving away from my job into doing my own business, trying to do this um, podcast, and really just um, changing how I'm approaching life in general. And I think you're having kind of a similar sort of um, transformation. Yes, transition. Yeah. Yeah, so to speak. Um, yeah. Um, so what's going on? So what's happened since um, twenty the start of 2019 up until now for you? So let's see. It was really interesting. Um, I guess I, I'll fast forward to like maybe like the half of the year. Mm-hmm. I guess when, um, I guess, yeah, so we would we did connect over like working out at like the gym Mm -hmm. Um, and that's where we would have like really good candid conversations and you know talking about some of like our dreams aspirations and stuff um and I guess in one of the conversations that we did have um we talked about being like you know entrepreneurs or setting our own path um and you know you had instilled something or gave me a lot to think about which has kind of like you know and I'm going to fast forward and bring me up to this point where I um decided to go ahead and become my own boss and be uh, a consultant. Yeah. Um, so I would say that happened like towards the last quarter of this year um, where I am now a self-employed consultant for where my employee employer is now my client. Client. <laughs> um, and I would say that I was inspired by you, Bala. Um, and, you know, um, one thing I have admired about you and I've come to learn about you this year is that you are someone who puts things into action and you inspired me to act on something I've been wanting to do for a while now so I would say um yeah so meeting you at this you know December 2018 I guess was like a pivotal point for um in my life for this year 2019 nice um and I would say so that's kind of like how we started this year it was like you know the government shut down um me knowing at that point like you know I, I don't want to have like I mean, in a sense, like, you know, a lot of decisions that are made are, is made outside of our, like, control. But, like, I don't want, like, my um, security net or safety or whatever, you know, to be, um, I guess, determined by someone who wants to build something or not, you know, and then fighting over it. So, mm. you know, the fact that, you know, a lot of people were definitely affected um, by the government shutdown. I luckily was still able to, like, work, but we didn't know what was going on. And I just didn't really like being in that 
um, situation where you're like, you know, how long is this going to go on? And then what are we going to do? So that definitely encouraged me. And, you know, with you watching you also put things into action, encouraged me to go ahead and say, you know, I'm going to try to chart my own path and do my own thing. And um, there's still a lot. I don't know (laughs) a lot of what's going on, but I'm just taking things one day at a time. So I am now like, you know, like I said, as a a consultant um, and, you know, just taking it from there. That's amazing. I think it's so inspiring, mainly because um, I think a lot of times, you know, we stop ourselves from progressing. We have all these ideas. You know, we want to do this. We want to be an entrepreneur. We want to. There's a there's a yearning in our souls. I think most people's souls to be their own bosses or at least create the world in whatever shape or fashion Mm -hmm. that they want it to be in. But a lot of us feel disempowered. Because, you know, we've got to get up, go to work, pay all these bills. And the idea of doing your own thing just seems so far-fetched. Yes. What's been surprising to me, and I'm curious um, to get your take on it, is once you decide to just do it, even though I think that's the biggest mental sort of hurdle Mm -hmm. to get over, you know, should I do it, should I not, and all this other stuff. But I think once you decide to do it, it seems to be a lot easier. Yes. Yes. And that's why I, I'm really holding in on the action. Just like once you just decide, you know what, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, you know, or at least. And it's kind of like a testing to like what we have, like in most of our previous conversations, just like failing forward mm-hmm. and failing fast, just going ahead and doing. There's really no such thing as failure, so to speak. It's just like you just learned a way not how not to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's always some some way for you to learn from it. Um, and I kind of just want to take it back a step and say, like, a lot of people want to do so many things, but I think what stops, or at least in my case, was just I didn't know how. Mm. So if I, you know, and it comes to me, it, it basically boils down to the fact it's like, oh, I, if I don't know how to do it, then I'm probably going to fail at it. So I'm not going to do it because I don't want to mess up. Mm -hmm. But we have to change that perspective and look at it in a totally different light and be like, well, you know what? Failure or whatever, so to speak, is actually not a bad thing. It's Mm -hmm. a good thing because how else are you going to learn what to do and what not to do? Mm -hmm. So, yes. And I think when you actually start it, it's less intimidating because that's how life really is supposed to be, I guess, Mm -hmm. you know, like. Even when we were kids and we were, like, getting up to walk, a lot of us, we, we were falling and, you know, and holding on to things. You have to just take that risk and take that step. Like, you know what? I'm going to try. Um, and, and now we walk every day. It's, like, it's second nature. We don't even think about it. So it's something like that. Like, a lot of the things that we do right now, even in our jobs, we didn't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. We took tests. Some, some of us failed tests. Some of us didn't, you know. But you had to just put yourself out there. So I think it just kind of goes boils down to the fact of not knowing how and being afraid to fail. Hmm. That's such a great point. So it sounds like um, what you're saying is, because it's funny, we both have children. And even as I speak with my children, you know, obviously they don't enjoy failing either, but I think kids are much more embracing of new things, you know. Um, So they'll try a new video game or a new musical instrument or they'll go out for the school play. Things that for whatever reason, we start to shy away from as adults. So I just wonder why it's so, especially being parents, why it's so easy for us to want to instill that or remind our children to do that. But I didn't even connect that as adults. We're not necessarily operating in that space. So we find a space of comfort and we kind of want to stay there and not 
exploring things. Yeah. yeah, and I guess it comes, it's just, I mean, and that's kind of like, I, you know, I read a lot and I listen to like whatever, but it's like, we have to almost take that childlike mentality mm. because even if you're saying like your kids, even kids at a certain age are not so welcoming to failure because I guess society or like however way we've been, it's been like imprinted on us is like, Failing is bad, or mm-hmm. you don't want to take chances. But, like, what a two-year-old will try to do, or, you know, a five-year-old or six-year-old would do, is, like, they, some of them still believe that they can be Superman mm-hmm. or fly or do whatever they can do. Because right now, like, the, the world is just still, like, um, you know, a playground for them. But as we get older, I guess we're conditioned, you know, to, you know, be like, oh, no, you actually have to fit into this, and this is kind of like the box that you're supposed to work in, and mm-hmm. this is how you're supposed to be. I guess it's, I don't know. So I guess as you get older, you know, the fear of failure is just... Yeah, know, but where does that come from? Way. It just seems so... Okay, so when I go to other countries... You know, or, or even we're both Nigerian, mm-hmm. even coming from Nigeria, I feel like the fear of failure is not as strong there per se. Do you know what I mean? So I wonder, or it, I, I feel like people are much more daring well, elsewhere. Well, you have to be a daring individual because of, and I feel the like circumstances. It's all, and, and it all comes down to like how the society is in the, you know, whatever society that you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you're right. In Nigeria, it, and I had this conversation with my sister a few days ago. It's like a lot more people are there to just do whatever they can to survive. Mm. So there's just much more of an entrepreneurial spirit there, um, and there's the hustle mm-hmm. because um, here in America, where you have like structure, you have things to fall back on. There in Nigeria, you you have to like take your own, you know matter to like in your own hat so like a lot of them are like not afraid it's like it's almost like a life or death situation like if I don't do something to like supplement my income I cannot send my kids to school Mm. I can't you know live like whatever you know but here you know it's kind of like having that comfort thing like you rather choose comfort and but then you have to follow like a certain path but in Nigeria it's like there's really no structure I can like I'm the king or queen of my own you know Hmm. destiny and I can do it but and that's something that we should have everywhere but Mm -hmm. like I think Nigeria is like a totally different situation and I, I yeah, plus Nigerians, we just feel like we're just bigger and better than everything. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, but but it seems, I mean, I think what it is here, though, is that we are almost victims of our own successes, like the country's successes, you yeah. know, and, and, and perhaps that's where, that's how we should look at it. I mean, obviously, this is a very mature country, economy, their infrastructure is in place, and it, that's not by happenstance, no. you know, it's by design, and in order for that to be maintained, you're going to need uh, a certain percentage of the general population working to keep that infrastructure yep. um, going. So I think it's a matter of deciding, are you going to fall into that space or do you then chart Hold your own path? And, yeah, and, and do Yeah, and I think, because um, I, I can't imagine that you can be this, you know, bold and, you know, brazen or whatever in that space, but then a lot of people have dreams that are unrealistic for that space. Do you know what I mean? Meaning, like, you um, only want to work 40 hours a week, don't want to take any sort of risks to your income or what have you. You um, want a stable paycheck coming every two weeks. Uh, But at the end of the day, everybody wants to get rich. Everybody wants, um, you know, this crazy amount of success. And success meaning you know, monetary, whatever it is, right? And and I think 
maybe sometimes we don't necessarily our our um, goals or what we want for our lives are not necessarily sort of um, like in line with the environment that we found ourselves in or even the um, amount of work or effort that we're willing to put into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a really interesting point that you bring up, but like, I do feel like people, I guess, you can't have, have it both ways. Mm-mm. You can't have like the stability and, you know, the actual payout of um, what you get awarded to when you take a risk. Mm-hmm. So you can't like have like a hodgepodge and mix everything up. There are some people who figure things out, but there's like that little gray area where you have to be in that like, you have to, you know, take the action to take the risk and, you know, figure out whatever formula works for you. But you can't have that stability um, and then also be awarded with something that's, like, high, like, you know, highly risk, you know, like, like a high-risk event. You mm-hmm. know, you can't, like, you have to, it's, it's a give-or-take kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. So, so how do you balance, and I'm interested because I, I would want us to kind of go through your decision-making process, how you did it and where you are now, and how you can also apply that process to future endeavors, as I'm sure you probably have massive dreams. Yes. Um, So I'm curious about that. But I wonder, before we transition to that topic, um, I think along with wanting the stability and wanting to not do too much for success, I think part of what I'm learning is a lot of people hold themselves back. because they don't want the judgment. A lot of people are concerned about what people say, especially if you um, swing for the fences and then you know nothing comes of it. You know what people will say. So don't you think that also I, plays a, a role? Yeah, but that all still kind of goes falls under the umbrella of fear. Okay, fear so of failure, fear, 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 failure, and fear judgment, of judgment, mm-hmm. fear of it all falls under the umbrella of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I've come to realize fear could, fear actually is something it is a good thing because it actually is there to protect us mm-hmm. you know like if there's an event that you know could hurt us or you know whatever that's what it it kicks in but I think we let that that muscle like the fear muscle is always like exercised and you know the muscle that you exercise so much is like really strong and then it takes something that really isn't that bad and just like blows it out of out proportion, of proportion. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we start seeing things that are not as they are mm-hmm. and then start thinking and it just snowballs into it so and like you said though um, what I've come to realize fine it's good to feel that fear um, because um, I think I read it in, I can't remember what book it was, but like usually I use that as an indicator mm. right now. So if there's something mm. I'm afraid of or I'm like, oh, I'm hesitant, like I'm afraid, like oh, I'm feeling fear, then that's the thing that I, it's like an indicator that that's the road you should be taking. You know, that's a great point. What is that book? Um, I, th- I can't remember. And I don't want to misquote. Okay. Anything. No, but that's I a great point. Back, so you use that as, so if indicator. something is not sort of, creating any sort of anxiety in you, you're feeling like I'm probably a little too comfortable. Yeah. And if you think about something and it creates some sort of so fear in you, then you I feel like you need to lean into that's, it. That's the role that I should, I'm going to go with door B. Mm-hmm. With, that's making me kind of shaky, but that's where I'm going to go. Oh. Because in the past, I would turn the other way, but mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to stay um, with being comfortable, but I'm... I'm, I, I, like, agitated with being comfortable right mm-hmm. now. I need something you know, that will challenge me, that will, you know, excite me, make me feel whatever. And that's where, that's all behind door number B, which is where I'm feeling fear. I like that. I like that. So then how do you work yourself? Because like you said, okay, fear 
of losing your house, <laughs> you know, being out on the street. Like, how do you then manage the extreme sort of um, so like I said, ideas I think, of I it? I think most of it, a lot of it is like, fine, yeah, that fair is there, but it'll take a while before that actually before that happens. happens. So, like, mm. there's some things that it's all, like, in our imagination, and we're like, okay, we have to know, okay, fine, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway, and know when to to get like that fair voice like the voice like stop it in his tracks mm-hmm. because you I feel, I, I, I feel like we all have we, we know we have the power of of um, our voices mm-hmm. right especially the internal narrative that we tell ourselves um, and what we speak out to about ourselves and about whatever the situation is um, and I, I don't you, I'm a god girl you already mm-hmm. know so I just know like you speak to those things that are not as though they were mm. and things that are like limiting you or whatever you're what what I've come like I have like quiet time every day whatever and this week what I've honed in on is like fine there's some things I've been afraid to face um or you know there's this thing formal fear of like facing like opposition or whatever it, it could be I'm not running away from things that I feel like could be an obstacle or an opposition I'm going to face it and I'm going to tell it the name of the God that I serve mm. and that that name every knee shall bow so my knees will bow and that thing also has to bow mm-hmm. so that's how I feel like you know I'm going to talk up God so much and talk instead of talk and thinking about my problem I'm going to tell my problem about my God mm. so there's nothing that is too big and we have that same power within us mm-hmm. um, we've been equipped with it he has it you know so why are we going to let something that is not there <laughs> that's such a great point you know, yeah because a lot of us are religious but we don't use the power we don't that use we it to really address um, the fears the and the concerns and the anxiety. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you that's how have been trying to manage week, it recently. Okay. Yeah, this week it just kind of like that's how I've been like you know imagine like, okay yeah good thoughts but then it's like this this week I'm like you know what that's how I'm gonna take the two mm-hmm. and merge them together because it's like I'm gonna feel it. Anyway, no problem. But you have to talk that fear down. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be my strategy to talk that fear down. Mm-hmm. You know, a good one for me is, um, and I may have mentioned this on the podcast at a um, previous episode, but um, what's the name of the book? The Big Magic. Okay. You, it's by, what's the name of the lady who did um, Eat, Pray, Love, Love, Eat, Pray, whatever. Eat, Pray, Love. Eat, Pray, Love. Yeah, but um, she wrote a book called The Big Magic, and it, it is about fear. And, you know, she's a writer. I don't know if it's fear or anxiety, but along those lines, anxiety around sort of creating, um, but also fear of failure if she puts something out there and it not doing well. So ultimately, you end up doing nothing. nothing. And it I think... the most thing that you should fear. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, it, the, it's not doing anything that's surely going to make you, lead you nowhere. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of us feel like, you know, I'm being, um, like, your, your mind tells you that inaction is actually better than action because you're not acting out of foolishness, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's wisdom to not act when it's actually the yeah. opposite. Because there's something to be learned from acting, yeah. even if you fail. Yeah. There's so there's much to be no learned. No knowledge is ever yeah. wasted. Exactly. Like, exactly. Um, so what she said about that, because obviously as a writer, and I think a lot of creatives go through this as well, where you know they're so passionate and you know so invested in what they're creating, what they're writing. You know, if you're an artist, what you're painting, whatever it is, that sometimes they could fall into inaction. And what she says is. Every day, 
she's got to conquer this. And it's it's like, you know, working out. For me, the reason I never worked out is because I was thinking too much about what it was going to take to be in better shape as opposed to just doing it. Just doing it. Get up, get up every day. My only goal today is to make it to the gym. If I make it to Show the gym, up. Showing up is I'm good. Even if, I, yeah, showing up is half the battle. And it got to a point, especially when I first started, where I wasn't even concerned about putting in a good workout. I just want to physically be at the gym because mm-hmm. once I'm there, you know, maybe I'll get the motivation to mm-hmm. keep going. But showing up, like you said, yeah. is half the battle. So what she was saying is every day for her, she already knows the resistance is going to come. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like writing. I don't, you know, and... And even when she does show up and sits down, the the fear of, you know, what am I talking about? Does this make sense? It's no one is going to buy. It's always going to show up every step of the way. And as opposed to kind of honoring it in the past where she would say, well, this is my better self sort of providing counsel for me. And that's what that fear is. She says the fear really is kind of random chatter. Mm -hmm. There's no rhyme or reason. Mm -hmm. It's just random chatter. And it's always going to be there. Like you're never going to get to a point where that random chatter just goes goes away. away. So you might as well just welcome it. So every day she says, I get up every day knowing Mm -hmm. this thing is going to try to take me down, take me and my art down, tell me I'm useless, I can't do this. But at the end of the day, my goal is to defeat that. Welcome it. So I'm not even spending that much time, you know, fighting it. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm getting in this car. We going to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Fear, you, you ready to come along? <laughs> you welcome to the back seat. What you're not going to do, though, is derail is, yeah. this process. So, yeah. I mean, it's something that's always going to be there. You can't fight it. So mm-hmm. that's why I said I'll use, I'll use it as a trigger. Mm-hmm. I'll let it be like, okay, you're this is, oh, that's the thing. Then I'm going to navigate towards that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, obviously, if it's some, not something that's going to, like, put me in danger or anything. But if it's, you know, something I'm talking myself out of because I feel like, you know, then I'm going to, you know. I feel like you know that's probably the way I'm I'm supposed to go because if I choose option A that's when I'm comfortable that that's not where the learning is going that's not where the growth is going that's that's where everything is going to go is mm-hmm. where the fear is like the growth and everything um and just to add to the other point you know there's a book I re- um, read it's called the art of work mm. um just sitting down really mm. um and just sitting down and just doing it because sometimes I think we as humans. What ties us up also so much is that we think it's actually us, our talents, us just doing it. Just actually showing up and sitting down and doing it. And just, if you're a writer and just typing whatever it is, just, you know, let that creative flow go. Get into that space. Yeah. yeah, Get into that space. Because, like, even how everything else has been created, it's not like we're not the actual ones doing it. No. Yeah. So it's like, what, just sit down, show up fine have that internal dialogue fear chat whatever it is like oh well you know i'm here anyway mm-hmm. i'm gonna do whatever i can do mm-hmm. i feel like nothing's ever wasted nothing ever just is just coincidental and just happens for you know just haphazardly it happens for a reason so i just feel like we should just kind of like be in the moment to just gain whatever it is that we're supposed to gain that day or mm-hmm. that moment you know in that time and just being present because I think fear also just like kind of puts us in like the future that we don't even know of but we're supposed to be in this present moment mm. and just do what we're supposed to do in this present moment and let what tomorrow like tomorrow's baggage you know face it tomorrow mm. face it down that thing so I think that's another thing that we kind of put ourselves like into anxiety or in like an anxious mindset um, because we're not supposed to know what's supposed to happen tomorrow we're supposed to do whatever we need today. to do now today to get to tomorrow it's so funny because um, 
what you just said reminds me of, I, I think it was an Oprah Super Soul Sunday podcast <laughs> um, episode that I was listening to. I forget. I'm not great with names. Um, I forget who was talking. Um, and I may have even read it in a book. I'm not sure at this point. But what clicked for me, and I think that speaks to what you're saying right now, is so take a, um, a tomato seed. Mm-hmm. When you plant it in the ground, it has no other choice but to grow into, yep. <laughs> into tomatoes, you know, mm-hmm. it, like it, the, the, the will, the self-will or what have you to have input into that process is not there. If you plant into a fertile environment, you water, you put sunlight, like that's all that's required. Everything else happens. happens. And it's the same in so many ways. I mean, even us, like when we um, like the process of giving birth. Yep. We don't understand what's going on. We just understand what needs to happen. <laughs> it happens. Day. How the baby comes out, it, it, I, I don't know. I can't how will cold, that. Everything I, it, and it works. And I think because, you know, we have this mind, which should actually elevate us in terms of the um, how much more powerful we can and all the things that we can accomplish I mean, it's just so amazing. I mean, the fact that even this world, the way it is, is amazing how human beings have sort of crafted it out of mm-hmm. sheer force exactly. from what it was mm-hmm. to the orderly state that yeah. it is right now. So I think that's exactly right in that, you know, our destiny is already set. You don't got no control over that. All you got to do, like you said, is show, show up. up. And and another reason why I started doing that, and I'm going to tell you how my process is kind of similar to how you're battling with fear. Um, another thing that I realize is any human examples that we've seen. So if I see an Oprah mm-hmm. or Beyonce, to me, that's like, you know, like if you have um, like an oak tree or what have you, like those massive trees, we know the potential. There's some trees that can grow to yeah. like just tremendous heights. Mm-hmm if you're in the right environment. Mm -hmm. And to me, when we look at other human beings who are performing well, to me, that's not a sign that I can't do it. That's just a sign of my potential. That is a clear example of what we're capable of doing. Mm -hmm. And as long as I get out of my own way, then the possibility is there. So I think how I've now been trying to tap into that, because you're right, the self-talk is, the constant chatter is there. And if we're not astute in terms of how we sort of um, navigate around it, we find it, you know, leading us as opposed to us kind of leading the way. So what I try to lean into, which is why I've been doing a lot of random things lately, is if I get any sort of inspiration and that sticks around, I'm like, oh, that's God's way of telling me that's where I need to go. I don't care how big it is. Yeah. I don't care how ridiculous, you know, like, and, yeah. and or even how impossible. And, you know, we can then talk about, because I'm curious about, you know, your marriage and partnerships, how, because, you know, if we're trying to create a life together and yeah, I'm no. here <laughs> and somebody's yeah. here. So, but what I've been doing lately and, you know, it's caused some sort of um, conflict and Mac and I need to kind of negotiate it. But a lot of times, you know, I may say, I want to do this next year. And he may say, well, that makes that is unrealistic. And what I'm having to tell myself is I can't let today's circumstances or constraints kind of limit me um, from my future. You know, so I've got to figure out if that's what I want. I'm going to put it out there and figure out a way to work towards it, because I don't know how else we sort of 
tap into and occupy the space of our potential and destiny, but to listen to those moments of inspiration yes. and go with it, knowing that, you know, the universe, God will kind of support us through the process into it's making it a reality, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, no, most definitely. But um, like two things, because like I kind of like that kind of dropped in my mind when we were talking, when you talked about like the tree being planted to like reach its potential height. Um, that's great and everything and that's perfect but then I just it just popped in my head it was like we have that same potential to reach whatever exponential heights but we don't have to be rooted in one place we can move Mm. we can be flexible we Mm -hmm. can you know and that's how because that's another thing where people kind of are like you know I'm going to follow this Mm -hmm. because like you know I'm kind of like somehow structured but or I follow I, I believe that there should be some kind of structure but then there's some flexibility flexibility to it but then there's people who are so honed in like no if I don't do it this particular way mm-hmm. then I can't mm-hmm. they can't I can't get it done or, or they're so rigid it was like this is how my mom did it this is how ever you whatever and they feel that that's the exact same plan that they have to follow no it just because you know it was done this way for this person doesn't mean that you have to follow that exact same roadmap so that kind of popped in my head that's a great that, point yeah, so, yeah. You know, we have the we have the flexibility and the gift of, of movement mm-hmm. <laughs> of being able to flow and try different things yeah yeah um to reach that same potential height um and then the other thing um that kind of like uh, popped in my head was that like you mentioned marriage and there's some things that you know at the end of the day yes we are one as a unit together but then we all we each have our own dreams aspirations and calling mm-hmm. so there's sometimes there's something that I want that doesn't make sense to my my husband Jide or you know whoever your partner but it doesn't mean that it should stop you mm-hmm. from going after or doing whatever it is that you want to do as long as it's not to the detriment of your relationship obviously but I feel like there we should still maintain some level of individuality in our marriages mm-hmm. because I feel like you know I mean that could be a topic for another day mm-hmm. but like we kind of like you don't want to lose yourself right. in the marriage and become like a I don't know like a hybrid of something or I don't know whatever but like you still want to be able to stay true to yourself as well right. to your calling so um, and that's the key word it's your calling because you know an apple tree and a banana tree two separate calling but they're both fruit, <laughs> they're both fruit right so and they've got to be able to kind of follow their paths and you can coexist mm-hmm. and nurture each other I mean mm-hmm. we're all part of this massive ecosystem mm-hmm. where you know from the worms in the ground all the way to you know human beings we're all part of the ecosystem so we can coexist we can create beautiful amazing things together even in our bodies even in our bodies you know if you have like if your nose hurts like your whole body feels it Mm -hmm. like a nostril or anything right so like but the liver still does what it's supposed to to do do. everybody still does what it play your position you know, so, yeah, no, I think that's a great point. I like that. I'm going to start um, thinking about that more. So then how did that play into your process of going from being employed to knowing you have a desire to do your own thing, but then also being part of a unit? You guys have, you know, a family. How did you sort of come about that process once you've um, settled in on that decision that that's what you wanted to do? Sure. So um, I... Um I'm someone that kind of gets, I would say, bored easily or not. I'm always, like, looking for, like, what's the next thing mm-hmm. for me to do. Um, so, and I'm just saying that because, like, this year I did start, like, a lot of, like, the interviewing, um, like, elsewhere, thinking, you know, I just need to change, like, jobs. Like, that's probably what I need to do. I need to go somewhere else. Um, but then my husband said something, and he's like, no matter where you go, 
you know, you're going to find someone who's this, or you're going to find this situation, or you're never really going to find the ideal, you know, situation, which I know, I'm a realist, I get that. But then it was like, you know what, you're right, like, what's the point of, like, going somewhere else, and then another year or two, you're going to be like, oh, I want to do something. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that was the itch, because... I've always wanted to, like, be my own boss, be an entrepreneur, or chart my own, like, you know, way or whatever. So, I would say it's almost like him that kind of, like, mm. started this, like, instilled this kind of, like... So, he was supportive my, from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, he was supportive, yeah. but, I mean, but, like you said, we do have a family um, and child, small children to support who are in, like, you know, school mm-hmm. and, you know, school fees and everything like that. So, I mean, I got to the point where I felt like in my current, like, position... Um, at that time where I um, I loved the clients mm. I loved the work I just didn't want I wanted more flexibility mm-hmm. I needed it I craved it like it was air like I needed and craved the flexibility because I needed to be I wanted to have more time with the children and kind of like chart my own way um, so and like I said like I just take as much everything I can because he says bring everything to him in prayer take all things so I just prayed on it a lot meditated on it a lot um, and it just came to me it was like well um, I work for, I support like a government um, agency as you know so mm-hmm. like, the most of their fiscal year ends on you know September 30th so I think it was like early no September and I just woke up and I told my husband I was like you know what I think I'm just going to leave on the 30th That's, it would be a good time to just kind of like I wrapped it up I helped them you know wrap up the fiscal year it was a good year we got really good deliverables went above and beyond exceed, exceeded expectations and I'm just going to go and you know him being like the supportive man it was just like okay yeah I mean if that's what you want fine and we'll figure it out like you know as, as it goes on he's but, a good man he is Aww. but then I mean he says that because <laughs> I you know and I'm not and he is a good let man. me tell you even saying that alone he'll say is that but then because I know he doesn't want but then I yeah. know I don't want that burden on him mm-hmm. because I've never, I've grown up never ever wanting to be a burden on anyone. anyone. So, yeah. and I wouldn't want, because I know, you know, what type of burden that would be on him with us and the two kids and mm-hmm. the mortgage and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I thought about it some more and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to propose this to them mm-hmm. um, that I become a consultant for them mm-hmm. um, and will become like, you know, my own self-employed person and I would consult for them on this because I know the application well. I'm very good with the users. I love them. I, I, you know, not love them, but like I really have a good relationship with the users um, and let's see and see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I presented it um, and did, I really didn't know how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. And so that's that risk part and not knowing if they could say no and I was ready mm-hmm. so we're like okay no then fine um, the 30th would be my last day I have nothing to fall back on mm-hmm. but you know I just knew that whatever um, but you were already in that space where you you could have handled the no yeah. if it came because yeah. you and your ready. husband were already on the same page yeah. you were already done with it so yeah. it wouldn't have hit you so hard no so hard it wouldn't like it wouldn't be like getting fired no if you randomly no, exactly. got fired out yeah. of nowhere yeah, it would no. still be the same situation yeah. but, this time, but this time you came to terms with it, yeah. it you're making the, that the, decision yeah, yeah. So they were gonna say no i was ready for it mm-hmm. and welcome it was going to welcome it but um fortunately um they accepted it mm-hmm. um and you know i even i think i even talked to you about it before i even like you know gave like whatever but uh-huh. um most of my terms are if not all of all of the terms actually they were agreed on 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 everything um and everything really just you know worked out from there um and you know i mean that's amazing doesn't that so it's stuff like that that makes me feel like like we dream so small yeah 
right? Yeah, like, I, there's so many moments that I just be kicking myself where yeah. I'm like, why, why was I settling for all of that when yeah. I could be? And then imagine even now, I mean, not that I'm not doing much, but, you know, flexibility has been interesting for me. And I've been exploring that. And I think so far this year, the biggest thing that I've gained myself is flexibility. Yep. I wake up every day. I get to decide what I'm going to do with my time. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I'm asking for too much. Yep. You know, let me try to figure out a way to pay my bills and still have control of my time. Mm-hmm. That's something like mm-hmm. two years okay. ago seemed like fantasy. <laughs> I can't even tell when I'm like mm-hmm. missing my children's random mm-hmm. activities, staying up all hours of the night, waking up all hours of the morning, being stuck in traffic, not feeling like I had any voice to advocate for myself. Then somebody, like, looking into where I am right now, thinking I could wake up and say, you know what, Bola, what are you going to do today? I just, it would have been fantasy. But just imagine how long a lot of us go and just settle for things that don't work for us Mm -hmm. because we can't imagine even thinking beyond. Like, you were just thinking, let me change and get another job yeah. until it occurred to you, right. nah. It's that's the let same. me it's, you, it's the let same me own the job. job. Let me own it. <laughs> let me you know yeah. Let me own my flexibility. Yeah, because I, I think there was a saying like I think it's in the hospitals or hospice. I think it was the hospice, mm. and they ask a lot of the patients there. You know are elderly and you know are um almost like reaching the end of their time and they would ask like what was it like they're if they can go back and like change something what would it be and they said like a high percentage i don't know what because i'm not going to quote any numbers but say i didn't have to work so much i could have been flexible to be there with my family and be yeah. there with my children so to be honest with you the main deciding factor was i wanted to be flexible enough to spend time with my family and yeah. with my kids and just you know, have the time, you know, have the flexibility to be like, you know what, we're going to do this on Friday or I'm going to do this and like not have that. You know, I still want structure because I still like work. Mm-hmm. You know, I love getting my hands dirty, getting into things. But I want that flexibility of st- having my own start time and having my own end time and knowing, okay, after this, you know, I'm doing this. I don't have to worry about stress or work or whatever. Like I'm I'm on at this time, off this time, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. And I feel like we all have that capability if we just kind of, you know, decide to, like, take the, um, you know, grab the bull by the horns. But mm-hmm. it all boils down to, like, what I think it is fair. Yeah. What are you what are you willing to risk, risk. quote, unquote, and what are you willing to advocate for, for. when it comes to yourself? Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. And it's good that – so the process wasn't difficult in terms of trying to convince your no. husband. He was supportive. Yeah. You went. You asked. They said yes. So – yeah. It's been smooth sailing ever yeah. since. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess the one thing I'm looking back now is that, you know, you have to be ready for a no. Mm-hmm. But I think that's life. I think yeah. a lot of us, like we, it, it's funny. It personal. A lot of us, mm-hmm. we, we go to work and we're thinking because the check is guaranteed, so to speak, um, as long as you're doing your job, <laughs> you know, but anything can happen. These companies can fire you at any oh, point. Yeah. They can downsize. I mean, this happens all the time. So I think we tra- we actually trade away, um, you know, our flexibility, time, time, the dreams that we have, and we get very little in return. I mean, Definitely. what you get in return is guaranteed ch- paycheck, but a lot of us even settle for way less yeah. than we're worth yeah. just for that guarantee when if you're willing to just embrace the fear, embrace the risk, whatever it is, and just do a little bit more, you can enjoy so much more yeah. 
without even realizing it. So yeah. I think that's the biggest to me when I understood that I actually felt like I wasted a good 20 years of my life. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? I mean, I've been bamboozled. But I, I also also want to not say like, like I said, I, I don't think anything we've ever done or anything we do is ever wasted. Yeah. I just think it took you 20 years to get there. And then now that's why you're able, you're at the point where you're able to grab and also appreciate the different opportunities that are, are presented to you. Mm-hmm. So it maybe it was just 20 years of experience of being able to grow you into the person that you are right now mm-hmm. so that you know not to waste time on things yeah. and just act. I mean, that's a great point. You're always so positive. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I, feel, I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. I but like I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want my children yeah. to do that. Exactly. I want them, I want my kids to advocate for themselves at any given point, no matter what's at stake. Because I think, I mean, to a reasonable extent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, hopefully they're good enough children so they'll be reasonable Definitely. in what they're going after and it's all going to be for the good and positive, not trying to take down banks, you know. No, yeah. So, <laughs> so, but as long as it's good and it, you get that inspiration, I don't care where it comes from, that's the voice of God. Yeah. You know, telling you, oh, how about if I do this? Yes. But a lot of times we just tamp it down right away. You don't even think about it. You yeah. feel undeserving. Yeah. Who am I to, to be it. saying this? Nah, you need to explore that. And yeah. I want you to be in that space where you're going to advocate for it and not, you know, just say, you know, not now, I'm not, you know, my yeah. peers are not doing this. So that's what I mean. But you also advocate in action for kids. So them seeing you do it, yeah, what you're doing that's true. is, oh, wow, my mom is doing it. She's, so you know what? Oh, that's that's easy. That's, that's, that's nothing. What I'm, oh, yeah. that's, it's very doable. Mm-hmm. It's possible. I won't yeah. say easy <laughs> because yeah, yeah. you know things. But, oh, my mom did it and she was able to then, oh, yeah, fine. Because that's what kids learn by example Mm -hmm. and they're soaking everything in that we're doing right now as well Mm -hmm. so um that's another thing is um we have to do what we're called to do in our generation so that whatever generational whatever battles that we're supposed to take care of we don't pass it over to the next generation and then where we leave off becomes a baseline for them them. to take it further yeah and they're supposed to start exactly so we have to do the work to get to that step step so that they are you know yeah, up and ready for the battle for what they're supposed to do in their generation. We're we're not supposed to leave any residual stuff yeah. that we're supposed to take care of. Yeah, for them to you know all that baggage. No, I feel like that's what. Um, and you know, and we don't do it on our own. You know, mm-hmm. resources, and we don't have to beat up us or beat ourselves up. But we're constantly learning mm-hmm. at day by day. Um, we even can learn from our children. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I that's another thing I look at too. Like. I feel like you can learn from every um, avenue, from anyone, you know. I learn from my children on a daily basis how they, you know, go about things. Um, and I let them be my source of inspiration, too. So, yeah. you know, it's just... It's about being open to the possibilities, yes. knowing that it's infinite. Yes. And change is ever... That's yeah. the only constant thing, mm-hmm. is that things are constantly And you changing. have to be willing to, and yeah. You have to be willing to be open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. So so now that you've taken this massive step, as we get ready to close out 2019, and knowing that, you know, you can dream the impossible mm-hmm. and make it happen, what are your dreams for 2020? Or are you still kind of working on them? Um, so my dreams for 2020... Um, is to at least definitely be more action oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely planning out. I'm so for this year. What I'm working on right now is just like having my plan in place to be ready for for the rest of the year. 
um, for 2020. So that when 2020 rolls out, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, it's definitely growing, continuing continuing to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm an advocate for being, you know, a learner. But um, I think one thing I have not been really, uh, you know, having a willingness to do is to just act. I'm someone that would gather all the information mm-hmm. and then not really do much with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not, I'm no longer doing that. Yeah. I'm, I'm you going to act while things. picking stuff picking up picking along stuff the way. Up. Yeah, picking <laughs> stuff up and act. And if it doesn't work, try again. So um, mm-hmm. I guess my mantra. So this year, my word was being vulnerable. Mm. So I guess. Did you get that from the one word book? No. Where'd you pick the vulnerable word? from? There's a book that I um, read. It's called One Word. Where you pick a word to hone in on. For Mine year. is transformation. Transformation. For the yeah. year. And um, so so you just randomly always pick words? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I th- I do know about the one red hat. And I, had, I didn't read the book. Mm-hmm. But I do know that there's like, I guess it was like a devotional thing. And you just pick like one word mm-hmm. to kind of like whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so yours is vulnerable. My word was vulnerable vulnerable um being vulnerable i, I in what you know, way um being vulnerable for like if i don't know something mm. be open so you don't know it mm-hmm. um and you know if you don't you don't like it but you know just be being be, be vulnerable you don't have to be the perfect and i'm the firstborn so i guess mm. i've always felt like you know i had to be example i had to be the example i had to be the perfectionist but like no i'm vulnerable to know like yeah i don't know what that is but i can find out the information and i think that's another thing i want to hold on to as well is like um if i'm afraid of doing something or i don't want to do something it's because you don't you don't have the knowledge mm-hmm. to do it. But mm-hmm. we live in a time right now that we can find out information mm-hmm. so quickly. We can become knowledgeable on things, um, you know, as long as we're willing mm-hmm. to do it. So I feel like another thing that was stopping me was because I didn't know how to do something. So one, I'll just act on it and then be committed to learning about it. And if it doesn't work or it doesn't fit, then I'm just going to go ahead and be and move. Um, and like, you know, with our background, like I'm more in an agile, like IT work. So my thing, I guess, for next year is to be more more agile and just go with the flow and be agile like a lean agile approach in life nice there you go i like it mine is and i I still need to so i told you about the vision um board session that i'm going to be um, attending at the end of the um, year in december um but what i want is to not limit what inspirations um i get so I, I, I think it's too cold. Oh, my phone died. Um, I think it's too cold. I think I was just telling you, I'm exploring how to not be here during the cold anymore. <laughs> I need to figure out a way to spend time here when it makes sense. But I'm not going to be beating myself up for the cold, you know, just to make it through. You know, there are plenty of beautiful spaces around the world yeah. that I can go to. And I think, you know, if I continue to position myself in a way where I'm not tethered to a particular space or location, I should be able to move in a way that I'm not tortured by weather. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no. so so my goal next year is um, kind of just n- not feel like I need to put up with you know things. However, that don't serve you. That don't serve me. Yes, I don't care if it's the environment, if it's the atmosphere, you know, if it's friends, family, whatever it is. I really just want to go the path of least resistance and create a situation that makes that happen. So, yeah. Definitely. 
So I we'll agree. see. Mm-hmm. Once you figure that out, let me know. I will. Oh, I'm all right with the cold now, but I think Mm-mm. I'm getting there too. Where and I'm, I'm too old. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too, that's what I'm realizing. I'm too old. I'm not, I'm not impressed by the snow. I'm <laughs> not impressed by having to get all sorts of jackets on and everything. No, I'm done. So I, I like the fact that we live in um, the DMV in area. That we can experience four seasons. You know, people and, say that. Once again, I'm, there are lots of things that I'm realizing people say, but it's really not true. It, it may be true for you, I'm not saying. But a lot of people will be like, oh, my God, I love, it's kind of like pregnancy. Did you enjoy pregnancy? I did. <laughs> I did not. I did. And I remember being pregnant thinking, everybody told me I was going to see the moon, the sky, and be one with nature. Oh, this maybe, is not. Maybe what you were expecting. <laughs> Maybe how they painted it out for you. But yeah. I enjoyed it. I was very happy with both pregnancies. Just had a good time. I mean, I didn't even have a miserable pregnancy. You were just over it. I was just like, what are we, what, what, like, why are you people selling these dreams about pregnancy? Like, people were just like, oh, my God, you're going to be, you're going to be glowing. I certainly, <laughs> one thing I was not was glowing. My ankles were swelling. I mean, I don't, I remember actually thinking, I just, thought the human race was further along than to have to endure pregnancy. I remember thinking, you know what they're doing now with the with the with, with the, the tubing? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I don't understand what why am I still carrying this baby around? <laughs> Let somebody else do it. Or something else. So no, I didn't it, it was highly inconvenient. Um my ankles were swollen, my hips were popping in and out. It just was not enjoyable let me say that so but yeah but I feel like a lot of people say a lot of things kind of like you know even with jobs people like oh my god I love my job no you don't some people do okay you're right some people actually really do if they are walking in their purpose maybe not maybe not even and it means you it's not okay and also it's like you can really love what you do you don't have to love it every single day or love like all some aspects of it but you can genuinely really love your job you're right, because I actually love my job now. I don't know what it is, but, you know, I'm clobbering it together. But I do, I enjoy my clients. I enjoy yeah. the things that I do. Yeah. So I could see how some people can get there. But for the most part, though, I'm talking about when I was at my mm-hmm. other job, everybody walking like they're, like, doing brain surgery. And you're just like, we're really just paper pushing. Do you guys understand? It's this does not. <laughs> this, this does not mean anything, people. But um, but anyways, the point is people say a lot of things. And so, yeah, weather is one of those things. Weather. No, I, I, um, I don't mind 90 degree weathers if I can. I don't mind yeah. Either, but I mean, yeah, I mean, you I make do, do with the four I'll seasons. Make do, I like it. I like, mm. I like the, I, I, I guess I kind of like, um, um, I, I, I like the change, like the transitioning of like spring to so obviously there's some seasons like prefer over others, mm-hmm. but I believe like we all need these seasons and everything was planned out like this for a reason. Mm. So I'm okay living in this. Yeah, I don't mind the right master now. plan of um, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, but I'm sure that probably you would you want to be there year in and year out. Like that probably gets old at some point. I don't know. I wouldn't mind it. I like I like exploring and and I like because I feel like we we get to live in like different places every season in the same place like in the same DMV that's area. how you've convinced yourself of I mean this. like yeah it's like oh now it's cold and then you everything kind of changes and huh. in the fall it looks a little different in the summer there's a different energy and vibe with the seasons and yeah that's kind of like what I you know the energy uh, and vibe I feel <laughs> during the winter time what? 
sad, gloomy depression. I feel like people are just heads down. There's, it's not vibrant. Yeah, from the cold. From the cold, and it's just gloomy. You don't, you don't take the, there's, there's a different scent in the air. Mints. <laughs> No, maybe around Christmas time. There is a different energy around energy. Christmas time, you know, and I think it's because everybody trying to shop. There no I mean, because right now you can almost kind of feel it, but like now we're just going into different things. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like, what are we talking about? But, um, yeah, yeah, no, I think, um, no, I'm over it. Let me just say, I'm over it. It's too cold. I'm not here for it. And I actually feel like it, it's... um. Like a lot of productivity is lost during the winter time. I would, fe- I think as well. I think I could really? be. I would be so much more productive in a warmer and in the end, weather. And basically, kind of like you said, like positioning and being in an environment that serves you. Mm-hmm. So if you feel that, then that's true. Then you need to be in an environment of warmth that will allow you to be your best self. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's the goal for 2020. We'll see how to position. Okay. I'll be there myself to visit. there. At least as yeah. long as I can. At least if I can escape from the cold for like a week or two, then I'll come over and and, and visit. And Listen, back. always welcome. <laughs> but um, but this is great. I'm looking at the time. I mean, this is um, yeah, we've got to go go. But this is great. Thank you so much for joining me, Tammy. Thank Tami. you for having me, Bola. Yeah. Did you have a good time? I had an awesome time. Yeah. So, w- I guess we'll save the the book kind of thing for next okay. time. Okay. Yeah. So Yay. more to come from Tammy. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Happy Someday is Today Day. Today's the official launch. Congratulations on the launch. Thank you. Really awesome, awesome, awesome. Very happy. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And then for those who are listening, please, what do we do? Like. Like and subscribe. (laughs) Like. No, like, subscribe, and share. Oh, like, subscribe. Like, subscribe, and share. We're we're on Apple and all the other platforms. streaming services so definitely share with your friends all right until next time here's to living your best life bye-bye